Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. All right, we're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Am I right? Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah, you're right, Donna V. Hey, thanks, Rocco. PJ Rock Lobster in the house. Rocco, I have a story for you. I, okay. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This, this is the beat. beat. All right, here's the situation. I think this sounds so cool. A deeply personal collection of love letters in which a teenage Bob Dylan tells his high school sweetheart that he envisions changing his name and selling a million records. It's going up for sale in Boston. Did you already tell us about this? No. (laughs) Nice. I did not. I I didn't even see the story. So he wrote 42 letters, totaling 150 pages, to Barbara Ann Hewitt. Barbara Ann Hewitt. (laughs) (laughs) He wrote these between 57 and 59. And they've never before been made public. They shed some light on a period in the uh, in in Bob Dylan's, um, you know, firsthand account information. It's a collection that his Hewitt's daughter found. Oh, got it. Okay, she yeah. found the letters after her mom died in 2020. Nice. And they, along with the original envelopes addressed in Bob Dylan's handwriting, are being offered as a single lot with a starting bid of $250,000. Bidding is closed, uh, will close on the 17th. Nice. And they say that the letters, even though they're not going to share any information yet, that they deal with, like, universal teenage themes like... Clothes and cars and musical tastes. Um, Dylan is 81 and he also included snippets of poetry and professed his love for Hewitt. He also had this vision of his success. You know, he said that he wanted to change his name. He talked about selling a million records. He has sold 125 million. Um. Gosh, this is so, I just think this is really a cool piece of history. Yeah, that's cool. And 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 how everything that he envisioned for himself pretty much came true. In one Hashtag of, vision board. Right? In one of his last letters, he asks Hewitt to return the photographs he sent her. And apparently, according to Hewitt's daughter, Bob Dylan called 
her mother sometime in the late 60s after he'd hit it big time and asked her to come to California, but she turned him down. But here's the thing. She was a redhead. And there is speculation that Bob Dylan references uh, a redheaded or, or auburn haired girl or woman in some songs tangled up in blue where one of the lines is if her hair was still red, wondering if her mm. hair's still red. Mm, queen. So this woman, this uh, Hewitt lady person, um, she uh, ended up marrying another hibbing man, but they divorced in the 70s, and she never got remarried. So there, I just thought that was a really fun, cool story. It is cool. There's a, there's a Bob Dylan Center, like a museum in Tulsa. It opened in May of this mm. year, mm. and it's kind of owned by the George Kaiser Family Foundation. He's a rich dude, so I imagine he'll cough up some bucks for that. Is that the guy from Usual Suspects? Yeah, Kaiser Soze. Yeah, that's exactly him. Um, I, <laughs> the limp is fake, the, everyone. The limp is fake. Yeah, if you go to the gift shop, they break a mug every day at like 12. <laughs> yeah, Chaz Palminteri's there signing headshots. That's funny. You know, here's my question about Robert Dylan. Do Robert, people yeah. ever see him? Yeah. They, In public, like at grocery stores? Yeah, I think they do. I mean, he is a bit of a hermit. He has a place. He lives uh, in Malibu. He also still has oh, a property up uh, yeah, here in Minnesota, like a kind of a cabin that his brother owns. You know, like he's 81. And so sometimes I think of like even these older hip, like for 81, you know, I mean, it's like, whoa, Bob Dylan's still doing it. But, you know, there's I would like to see him. In the wild, and by that I mean like at a family reunion, <laughs> sitting on a couch with two other cousins, eating something off of a paper plate, like and just salad. talking yeah. about something decidedly <laughs> not his career, right? Something uh, by comparison, just rather typical. And I don't want to say trivial, but uh, typical. Yeah, I would like just like to hunting. see him. Like I'm, I think my grandmother's <laughs> eighty-seven, and I want to see like a Bob Dylan, uh, my grandma version of Bob Dylan. You know, I just want to see him just as like a normal person getting coffee lazy in the morning and again not I talking he's about in a trench career. coat right uh, okay. i don't know about that yeah that he'd be in it no he'd be like in a trenchy he coat. is a weird dude i mean i went down the dylan rabbit hole for about three years and i just like it's all i listened to and then i listened to all the bootlegs and i listened to people covering dylan stuff wow Peter Paul he's Mary a, he is a mystery he's an enigma i don't think anybody will ever solve him i did just buy his new book uh the philosophy of modern song where he takes oh, like yeah. 50 songs and sort of uh, writes about each one of them. So I'm looking forward to that, but I have not delved in yet. Okay. Remember the time when he was in New Jersey and somebody reported that there is an old woman walking on their property <laughs> in the rain and it turned out to be Bob oh, Dylan. Because so the cops came and he was like, yeah, I have a show down oh, the street. He was funny. down the shore somewhere. Yeah. He's a weird dude, but I love him. Rocco, give us your impression. Great I bet you do a pretty good Dylan. If a hair was still red. Oh, a good one. Thank you. Everybody must get stoned. Well, Estonia will do. We represent the Because that's what it started. That's where we devolved into. Um, You guys, I know we want to sample some Springsteen music, but can you first look at this picture? ZZ Top, great band. They have a new bassist. Oh, my God. Compensating much? He's playing oh a seventeen-string bass guitar. Oh Clearly, my god! Clearly, he didn't buy that at Guitar Center. Also, I love that they were like, "And you have to have a beard." 
Right. He's kind of good looking. Okay. Yeah, he was like their guitar tech, right? And um, oh, okay. uh, yeah, he probably made the guitar, I bet, or the bass. Yeah. I mean, how do you even get to the middle <laughs> part of the neck of the guitar? Imagine the neck of the guitar is like, like, a, oh gosh, uh, what's that the width of? Almost like a newspaper full, like how a newspaper would be laid out, not fully unflapped, but just, but just folded, folded the one as time. it normally is. It's that width, or like of the an neck album. It's like the yeah, yeah, that's better. That's better. Imagine an album thickness, top <laughs> to bottom, like the cover. How do you play the middle of that? I have no idea, but he's cool. I uh, like him. I just yeah, really like want to type. get a reaction from you guys. Oh yeah, he's totally my type. Thanks. Uh, All right. Do we have time? Play, can we play Springsteen before we go to break? Sure. He's got this new album. Go ahead. I don't know what it's about. It's a uh, soul covers, you know. Ooh. This is a Supremes cover. Oh. oh, I like it. That's cool. This is better than the first one I heard. Yeah, I think uh, I think I want to grow up to look like Bruce Springsteen. He's a good-looking man. I want to be out in the wood. Like, as I was driving into work today and saw how overcast it was, I thought, I want to put on a heavy jacket and go sit outside. And you want the collar to be up, too. Bruce Springsteen wears all the clothes. He's like Joey Tribbiani um, <laughs> when he went and put on all of Chandler's clothes. I mean, it feels like he's always got a layered look, which is really a key to fashion, pulling something together. Yeah. Multiple layers. Definitely. Looks good. Thanks. We're going to go. Alrighty, when we come back, you know what, we've got some emails we have to get to. Do you want to get to some of those? We'll do some quick hits of the emails. A lot of support that came out for me this morning. I thank you guys. We'll uh, talk about that. And then I'll tell you the three toys that have been chosen for the uh, National Toy Hall of Fame. Yes, what made it? Yes, Queen. All when we come right back on my talk. Hey. What's up? Hey, guys. Do your fingers swell up when you walk? Say it again. Do they swell up? You know, like if you're power walking or going for a run or you're on the treadmill, do your fingers swell up? Mine swell up every time. They're like sausages. It's like all that sauerkraut you eat. I ate sauerkraut yesterday. It's funny you say that. I ate a lot of sauerkraut. We actually had a little bit of kraut in the uh, reference in the email bag. You mind if we open it? Stop it. There's a kraut Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Rocco, what's that from? Uh, Blue's Clues. Clues. Yeah, I was into that for a little bit. I, yeah. you know, I enjoyed oh, the I Blue's Clues. I, I like Blue's Clues, yeah. Uh, this from Brian. Now, Brian Oman listens to our show a lot, and we thank him for that. He and I don't see eye to eye on almost anything from a, like, what offends you, what offends me, what is moral, what is not. Like We agree, we would agree on virtually nothing, but but we, we know that about each other, and, and we appreciate each other. When I saw it, other. I go, he just spoke for me, because everything he said, I was thinking. But this one I get. Uh, I had to go to the bathroom. I went to the bathroom earlier, and there was a guy that I work with who was <laughs> in the bathroom, and there's this huge gaping hole between the door and the wall, which means I looked to see if anyone was in there, and I saw full thigh and pants around the ankle of a co-worker which is a tough sight on a friday morning i then go stand at the urinal and i'm like well i can't even go now really i'm just trying to you know i can't go and i was like so then i just have to and i said i have to wash my hands even though i don't have to because i didn't go i really i would have done this anyway because of what he references but here's what brian emailed that was your context steve you should definitely still wash your hands after touching your wiener even if you didn't pee and to be clear, not to make noise, but because you touched your wiener. 
So what he's saying is you need to wash your hands, not just to make noise to fill the silence, but because you touch your wiener. And I did that, and I would do that for that reason. I don't know why I said it that way, Brian, but listen, for one of the first times, I see you, I hear you, and I agree with you. And you know I like the use of the word wiener when referencing that body part. It just feels funny. (laughs) Uh, I have a couple others here. Uh, Oh, but... uh, Carol, bathroom bit. This was the funniest bit. It wasn't a bit. It was my real life, and I was in uh, having a problem. Kathy, Steve, the term TMI. Ever heard of it? Zip it, Kathy. Don't need any of your crap. Steve, it might just be gas. Hopefully you feel better soon. That's when we were still trying to determine if I was having a low-level heart attack or indigestion. This from Rocco Bonello. Man, what exactly am I missing in the 9 a.m. hour today? I know I'm sitting there trying to get work done, checking the emails, and somebody named like Sister Mary Catherine chimes in to talk about Steve's bathroom <laughs> habits or something. Sister Mary Catherine. Tracy writes, Sam Smith from the Thursday podcast. Hello. Hello, Medea. I was listening to the Thursday podcast discussion of Sam Smith, and I wanted to share that I think you would like the song Omen, aforementioned. Mm. By Disclosure, featuring Sam Smith. My spouse added it to a family playlist after hearing it, one of the many uh, one of the many PS4 FIFA games. He's a gamer, so I have no idea which one. Steve, I think it might be a good clang and bang addition. Thanks for all you do. You're welcome. And thank you for that reference of clang and bang. Um, where's the one about? Oh, here we go. I'm a podcast listener, so I'm behind this from Aaron. But when Donna talked about Steve's, quote, damp feet, (laughs) and when Rocco referred to Donna as a (laughs) shut-in, and then said, I have to prepare this sauerkraut, (laughs) I almost died laughing. Love, love, love you guys. Thank you, Aaron. Thanks, Aaron. Aaron listens a lot. Oh, and then Tammy says, uh, keep the daily soup call. I'm not sure what makes it more fun hearing the disappointment in Rocco when it's time to make the call or Brian's voice when he answers. I'm hoping Brian answers today or I'll spend the weekend worrying about it. No, I have intel. I spoke with Brian. He uh, he does not think he's going to be there, but he came up. He said, hey, sorry, I missed the last few days. The kid was out sick. Then we started comparing fever temperatures of children. And he said, I said, well, I'm glad you're back. And he said, oh, but I won't be today. So oh. we're gonna. I said, well, listen. Frankly, well, we're calling Tom's anyway. Well, kind of becoming a little biachio, <laughs> <laughs> not answering the phone because he's too busy. Yeah, you know. Uh, would you pick up the phone if Tom called us? Or, like right now? Oh, well, you know what's funny? Tom said when I went down to the cafe the other day. He said I tried calling you guys back, and then oh, Rocco did. probably blocked it. Speaking of biachios, yeah, you missed your chance. Sorry, cookie. Whoa, cookie. You called Tom cookie? That's- <laughs> yeah. yeah. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, now streaming 
only on Hulu. You know, it's an old army term of endearment. It's Veterans Day. I believe he is a veteran because uh, uh, when he makes his lasagna or something, he's always like, yeah, this was always a big hit in the army or something like that. Oh, we'll have to ask him about it. I'm almost positive I remember I didn't know that. that. He picks up today. So stick around for uh, the end of our show today when it all comes together. Rocco, why do you hate the soup bit? What's your problem? I just get secondhand embarrassment from, you know, bugging people. Well, you have no problem with us. You get paid to get bugged. (laughs) It's my job description to bug you two for two hours a day. So that means you're really opposed to Donna's idea for making cold calls in the building to say, what do you do (laughs) here? What do you do here? Yes, I would be very embarrassed to do that. But I would do that because it's also in my job description to do whatever you guys tell me to do. That's awesome. I think so. That's awesome. Hey, I got an email here from Teresa. I was just asking, does anybody else's fingers get swollen? When they walk, and she said, your fingers swell when you walk because your hands are down and the blood pools in your fingers. If you wiggle your fingers when you walk, they won't swell as much. Thanks, T. All right. How are your walks going? Pretty good. I don't like getting up, and I try to talk myself out of it, and I'm like, nope, you got to do it. You got to do it. I'm like, oh, just hit snooze. And it's cold, Mm -hmm. you know, and there's ice. There's some ice with leaves on them. On oh, the puddles. Yeah. So Are you going to walk all winter? Because what if you take a fall? Hip, shattered into a million little pieces. Wow. Possibly. And then I never come out. I can't imagine your bone health is good. Oh, wait, never come out of the surgery? No, I mean out of the hospital. Why do you think what, what complications and you have to stay there? I think it just is a, a fear of mine. You get a hospital infection? Yeah, right? Sepsis? Right. Yes. And yeah, then it that's kills serious. me. Okay. Oh, wow. Happy that Friday. Super dark. Super. I really feel fast. like all the. Hey, sorry, <laughs> friends. Donna just got dark again. Yeah, the- yeah Rocco. All that pickled cabbage in you will probably <laughs> preserve your organs. Well, yeah, but the bone health is my concern. Anytime <laughs> yeah. I touch her bone, she's like, oh, no. my!" And I think she is. I'm like, my bones are skinny up there. Avian bones. Touch them. Um, by the way, that, that thing where Donna died in the hospital, that started with the question, how are your walks going? And within 30 <laughs> seconds, she was dead in a hospital. I mean, that's pretty amazing. <laughs> wow. Unbelievable. Oh, man. What a journey. Uh, you want to know who the toys are that are being inducted? Yes. Into the National Toy Hall of Fame. Only three make the cut, right? Yep. We okay. got Light Bright. Love, love it. Yes, Queen. Why we got Masters so of the Universe. Never played it. Don't know what it is. That's He Man. Okay. Oh, okay. And the top. Like Battling Tops. Do you guys remember Battling oh, Tops? Oh, yeah. That's fun. That's a fun game. Also, Donna, if you ever watch Inception, the top will take mm. on a whole new meaning. Stop it. You got to get an inception. Oh, this I weekend. I got things to do. Oh, how was Welcome to the Fablemans last night? Uh, that was Wednesday. Thank you. Um, so Because you did not at all talk about this Steven Spielberg movie, and I'm I fearing why. I bet you didn't go. Okay, here's what happened. Oh, no. I went, met my friend for Din Din. <laughs> then we went over. <laughs> yeah, Rock, you're angry. No, it was just, it was just dinner. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I'm Rocco. I never have a beer. Okay. Okay, so met my friend at Rojo, went over to the theater. You went to the theater? Yes, yeah, sat in our seats. And then the movie got delayed by like a half an hour, 35 minutes. 
and said friend had to be home by a certain time and we didn't give ourselves any wiggle room and we were like well we don't want to leave the movie early so let's just go so we went sorry Jaden ran into Jaden he's great love you thank you for the glass of wine how do you do it? You can call that number and you can play with Donna or Steve. Call Pop Culture Donna. Donna, my nerds, welcome back. Donna and Steve, my talk 1071 on a Friday. It's 11 11. Veterans Day. Shout out to all of our veterans who are listening, families of veterans who have to sacrifice in your own way to have loved ones away making sure that we get our freedoms protected. So much love to all of the veterans, all the veteran families today. It is time for us to play a game that we play every day at 10.30. It's got a kind of bad, got a lot of... Time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. I do want to see how smart you are. Steve nailed it. It is 11-11. It is Veterans Day. Uh, you may think I would uh, maybe quiz you on veterans in pop culture, but... I will be saving that topic for today at 5 p.m. with Julia and the Laundry Evangelist. Yes. Patrick Richardson. Yes. Oh, I love Patrick. Um... If you love their show so much, why don't you just go back to it? Yeah, Isn't why don't that you marry you it? For? Yeah, why don't you marry it, man? I might. Um, but I am going to quiz you on elevensy things today. Elevens oh. in pop culture, because oh. that's a, kind of a holiday as well. Elevens in pop culture? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? You'll see. Fine. You know who else is going to see is Maple Grove Leaf. We saw him at yes. Project Down and Dirty. Oh, yeah, Met him in did. person. Leaf, leaf, right. Leaf, leaf, yeah. Leaf. And he has like a cool wife or girlfriend. Is it a wife? Leaf, you married? Where'd he go? Hey, is Leaf. There? Leaf. Yo. Talk to us. We can't hear you, Leaf. Leaf, don't leave us. Come on, Maple Grove. Leaf. Hello, it's the oh, wife. Hello, hello. hello. Hi. What the heck did you just do to your phone, Leaf? Sorry about that. Can you hear me? Yeah, we yeah. can hear you, but our patience is thin today. <laughs> it's your it's your wife. Can you hear us, Leaf? Yes, it's very quiet though. Why? Why, Rocco? Rocco, what? I don't know. Everything seems Hello? fine on my end. Somebody said that the other day too. Hello, we need more gain. I'll tell engineering we need more gain. You said that yesterday. Yeah, uh, no, I talked about something else. I talked about how Steve. Did you hear me out. all right though? Yeah. Oh yeah, Leaf, loud and clear. You're one of our friends that quick, we. Quick, uh, quick update okay. on something. Well, I guess it's not an update. You guys don't care. You don't know about it. But uh, we had a soup cook-off with our neighbors last week. No. It was pretty fun. So we had wow. 10 different soups, and that was an uh, entertaining night. Uh, what What it. soup won, Leaf? Uh, my wife, Chicken Tuscany, got uh, one on a default because the actual winner was the host, and they didn't want to claim it. But day one was a uh, Boston clam chowder. Mm. I had an honorable mention with a chicken cordon bleu soup that was Oh, that sounds. Oh my gosh, oh, this man. sounds wonderful. It is soup weather. Did you guys soup talk weather. about our, our soup segment at all during the <laughs> evening? It, I, it inspired the party. Ooh, what? Wow. Yes, we're changing lives yes. because we love soup. 
Um, I did just alert engineering that the callers can't hear us very well. Just want to let you know. Well, Leaf, if you can hear me, who do you think knows more about 11s in pop culture, uh, Donna or Steve? Uh, Let's see here. I'll go with Donna today. Oh, bye, Stevie Stevie boy. Bye, Stevie boy. Okay. Don't let the door hit you in the you know what. Boom. Bum. Okay, bye. All Get right, leaps right. on hold. Donna's there. We'll start with this one. Okay. Uh, I thought this was an interesting fact, and I didn't even verify it, but I read it on the internet, so it must be true. Two of uh, what critics consider the best shows of all time featured 11 main characters and lasted for 11 seasons. What? What do you think of that? Huh? That's not the question, though. One of those shows was set in South Korea. The other was set in Boston. Name them. One is called HBO, did you say? No, two sh- All right, let's start over. All right, here we go. Two of the best shows of all time featured 11 main characters and lasted for 11 seasons. One was set in South Korea and one was set in Boston. Name them. Nice. Can I give you two shows? Mm-hmm. Band of Brothers and the Boston one is called MILF. Name one actor from the original Ocean's Eleven and one from the remake. Original uh, Frank Sinatra remake, George Clooney. And in what 2001 movie does Mary talk to Pippin about a meal called Elevenses? Mm, in what what? In what movie? 2001. 2001? Pippin's... Okay, so Maple Grove Leaf, either you really chose wrong or you're really going to help Donna. Let's find out. Let's go to the first one, MGL. Uh, Two of the best shows of all time, according to critics, uh, featured 11 main characters and lasted for 11 seasons. One was... Mash and Cheers. Okay. I like it. Uh, Donna said Frank Sinatra and what, George Clooney, you said? Uh, For Ocean's Eleven, your thoughts? So... Let's see. You said I really have to help her, so it's a bad thing or a good thing. Well, if you, I'll have to agree with that one. I okay, guess it has cool. eleven in it. Sure. And let's go to the last one. In what two thousand one movie does the character Mary talk to the character Pippin about a meal called Elevenses? That sounds that like, one I do not know. Sounds either. like some weird Sorry Tim Burtony thing where you know <laughs> there's like. It's like fantasy kind of stuff. I don't know. Who cares? Work it out. Whatever. Oh, by the way, if uh, if you did care, Donna, and you helped out Leaf get the right answers here, Ye- Leaf, MGL, uh, could go see She Said, a thrilling drama that tells the story of how two New York Times reporters helped launch the hashtag MeToo movement Woo! Tuesday, November 15th, 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. at AMC Rosadale. <laughs> Steve's back. Whatever. All right, Steve. These are 11s in pop culture. Uh-oh. Uh I I will right. preface this one by saying I didn't verify it. I read it on the internet. It sounded good, but so I'm going with it. Two of what critics consider the best shows of all time, TV shows, mm. featured 11 main characters mm. and lasted for 11 seasons. One was set in South Korea and one was set in Boston. Name them. Mass Cheers. Name one actor from the original Ocean's Eleven and one from the remake. Frank Sinatra, George Clooney. In what 2001 movie does Mary talk to Pippin about a meal called Elevenses? 
Hmm. Repeat that again. In what 2001 movie does the character Mary talk to the character Pippin about a meal called Elevenses? you get that one i don't know what that is all right well you guys did pretty well actually um steve and leaf both figured out that we were looking for mash and cheers in question one i said band of brothers and milf yeah that was really nice donna you were locked in um (laughs) you guys both said frank and george for the oceans 11 i'll take that there was plenty of answers it's actually smilf yeah my bad. Uh, what you guys didn't get, I thought Steve was kind of a hobbity guy. It was Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring. Eleven's, oh, you're very um, It turns out Eleven's is actually a meal in Britain. It's uh, a short break for light refreshments uh, taken at about 11 o'clock in the morning. Oh, bloody hell. Uh, so we are going to a tiebreaker. Yeah. Uh, Leaf's social life is depending on this. He is uh, marking his calendar for Tuesday, November 15th to see She Said at AMC Rosedale, but he won't go if Steve can uh, chime in first on this tiebreaker. Well, it's so hard to hear. That's the problem. Oh, take it up with your lawyer. Okay. I'm going to play a movie (laughs) clip here. Tell me what movie we are listening to. If you can see, Donna. Donna. Uh, this is um, um. Oh my God! It goes to eleven. It's uh, um, Oh my God! Steve. No. No. Spinal Tap. No. That's not the name. Leafs it's called. This, this is, Spinal is Spinal Tap. Oh my gosh! Leafs going to the movie. He is. Even though Steve just won. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Play on the play. <laughs> just right. let him go. Let him go. Yeah. I won the tickets. I'm giving him the leaf. Yeah, All right. right. Fine. I screwed it up. Dang it! You never even saw that movie. That's what I was gonna say. Oh, thank you so much. It was so great to meet you guys at PDD. Oh, thanks, Leap. It was great to meet you too and your lovely wife. Be well. Tell the soup neighborhood we said hello. We definitely will. Mm -hmm. It was funny when he's when I when we met him. He, I, he, I said, "Who are you?" And he says, "Maybe I'm gonna leave." I said, "Stillwater, Steve." Oh my God, it's so great to meet uh, you. Uh, And he's like, "No, Maple Grove Leaf." You know, I'd love to see Maple Grove Leaf and Stillwater Steve meet. That would be. They both have kind of like type A alpha dog personalities, you know? Yeah, there are some uh, callers that'd be fun to meet. Justin the Donut Guy. Yeah, Justin the Donut Guy. Maple we've Grove Leaves. Still are Steve. How about the guy who hates you? Ron. <laughs> Ron. I want to meet Ron in person. Yeah, I don't. Um, then what's her name? D from Buffalo. Oh my gosh, that'd be fun. Sure. I'd love um, to meet D from Buffalo. I'd like to see Leo's wife's feet, see if they're well taken care of. Oh, yeah, if he got into those ham hocks or not. <laughs> oh, my God, you guys. <laughs> guys, can I, uh, can I just give a few tips for our uh, veterans today? Yes. I won't, I'll skip the tipsy thing, but um, Starbucks has free hot or iced coffee uh, for vets, active duty personnel, their spouses. You can also find... Uh, coffee deals at Circle K, Caribou, Krispy Kreme, Wendy's has deals, Denny's, IHOP, Perkins. I mean, the list goes on and on. Olive Garden, uh, Chili's, they've got um, free meals. Um, you know, you got to just dig a little to find out what the details are. Sure. But all over the place. Um, also, there's non-food deals. 
uh, 20% off at Dollar General. We've got 30% off at Kohl's. Wow. We've got um, 20% off at Walgreens, 10% at Target. Just lots and lots of things that you should take advantage of. And uh, you deserve it. So thank you for your service. Yay. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. On that note, goodbye. Here's, uh, here's what we should do. Let's take a break. Why don't we switch things up a little bit? All right. Okay. When we come back, I want to go through a list of the best HBO shows of all time. Didn't it just celebrate 50, a 50-year birthday? Yeah, maybe. Like this week, I think. Okay. I think so. So there's a list floating around of like the best shows on HBO of all time. We'll rattle through some of those. And then at 11 o'clock, we have a huge 11-11 celebration, Chris Rock news, Will Smith news, all that kind of stuff. Everybody on board with that? Okay. All right. Now we'll take a commercial break. <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? Hey, it's Donna Cooler. Uh, Stevie Boy for Chan Ass and Dinner Theaters. What a great spot to go. You get all of your entertainment uh, really right there at your table. You get dinner, you get drinks, the grasshopper, everybody loves. And it's great. You get to watch Footloose. It's on the main stage right now. People are loving it. Now, maybe concerts are more your thing. Boy, we got a lot going at Chan Ass and Dinner Theaters right now. Tributes to the Carpenters and Patsy Cline. For the holidays, how about this? Eight different holiday hits with a little something for everyone. Almost every night from Thanksgiving through New Year's. Can I get through them all? The Three Tenors, Ginger Commodore, Cat Perkins, Christmas on the Prairie, The Rock and Roll Christmas Spectacular, and Mick Sterling's new Vintage Vegas New Year. And how about some laughs? Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret can help you there every Friday and Saturday night year-round. And after Thanksgiving, the troupe presents their awesome comedy improv show with a holiday twist, Mistletoe Mischief. And hey, just a reminder that Chan Asson Dinner Theater's gift cards make a perfect holiday gift. For tickets and more, visit ChanAssonDT.com. Chan Asson Dinner Theater's always entertaining you. If you haven't ever been a fan of change, yes. we're back, queens. Yes, celebrate with yes. your local barista. Yes, celebrate Veterans Day. Veterans Day today, yes. If you know a vet in your life, send them love. Tell them how much you appreciate what they've done for us. Absolutely. For families have sacrificed. Absolutely. Uh, uh, DJ Rock Lobster's with us. Club, club, oh, my gosh. Comedy club person. <laughs> <laughs> Best shows in the history of HBO. Wow, the history. There's been a lot of great shows. You're the Wire. right. All right, The Wire immediately comes to mind. I think The Sopranos was exceptional. This, according to Rotten Tomatoes, okay, they ranked the top 104 HBO shows based on their tomato meter which aggregates all the reviews that a show gets and gives it a score based on the percentage of good reviews versus bad. Which, quick aside, somebody sent me this on 
uh, I think it was Instagram last night. It was a reel, an Instagram reel explaining how Rotten Tomatoes works. So if you see a TV show or a movie with 100%, what that means is of all the aggregated reviews, as I understand it, no one has given it below a six. Okay. It doesn't mean that everyone gave it a 10. It means no one gave it below a six. Likewise, if Hmm. you see a movie that has a 12%, it doesn't mean that everyone like would have rated it a one out of ten. It means that. Okay, that's too complicated. I don't want to you know, know anymore. And this is interesting to me because I go to Rotten Tomatoes a lot. I just went last night because I saw a movie. Yeah. But I always look at the critics' reviews. I never look at the people's reviews, and I've never left a peep. I've never left a review yeah, yourself. Have you? No, no, no. Mm-hmm. goodness, no. Maybe no. we should start. Brah. Hmm. So anyway, this all according to Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I, I'm going to read 10 to one. Okay. Best HBO shows of all time. You said the wire, mm-hmm. uh, not in the top 10, Boo. according to rotten tomatoes. Oh, yeah, That's because hmm. this is the people, not the critics. Yeah. We don't care about the people. No, but I think this is the critics guys. Okay. Fine. I think this is the critics. Then I don't believe it, but go keep going. Number 10. I may destroy you. Has a 98% on rotten tomatoes. I, I've been, I've I've been meaning to watch that. that. Yeah. How about number nine? Barry. Funny. Okay, here's the thing, Barry. Here's the thing. <laughs> What's happening here is all the current stuff, which is top of mind, is going to be getting recognized more than the older stuff. Seems like it so far. Right? Thank you. Number eight Painting with John. What the hell is that? That sounds like a caption for a Facebook photo. Painting with John? You know? Right. <laughs> The Lady and the Dale. That came out in 2021. Right, Number this seven. List is this list super sucks. garbage. Number what do you got next? Number six, Random Acts of Flyness. That came out in 2018. Number five is only because I'm laughing at everything today because earlier this morning I survived a mild heart attack. And so I just have a new outlook on life. May have been gas. Number five, the Defiant Ones. Number four, Somebody Somewhere. Why'd you just throw away the Defiant Ones? Oh, I thought I had already said it. Oh, you no, did? That okay. was good. That was the Dr. Dre, Jimmy Iovine documentary. I, oh, I watched that. Oh, okay. All right. And then you and I watched, what is it called? Somebody Somewhere? Yeah, that's so good. Super good. Is he, that on the list? He just said it. Oh, you did? This I wasn't list, paying attention. Are you missing an asterisk on this list? This <laughs> is like best shows of the last five years or something. Exactly. Well, well hold, hold, hold oh, on. Oh, boy, here it comes. Number three, Los Espookies. I've that heard about that. in 2019. Um, Fred Armisen's in that. It's like Spanish language. Fred Armisen's very funny. Yeah. At least all the times I've interviewed him, he has been. <laughs> Drop. Number two, a black lady sketch show. I heard yep. that was good. It's funny. That's where Quinta Brunson first uh, uh, emerged, I think. Number one, the number one show on HBO, uh, according to Rotten Tomatoes, in the history of HBO. It's not in the history of HBO. It's in the last like three months. Came out 30 years ago. You little lobster biatch. What was it? It came out 30 years ago. Curb Your Enthusiasm. Um, Mr. Show. The um, Larry Sanders Show. Oh, that was a good okay, show. Okay, this is the weirdest list That's I've ever heard. That's so weird. <laughs> it's like they're throwing him a bone. All right, you know, so like, listen. Oh. The Wire only made it to number 27 with a 94% rating. Embarrassing. Veep, 29th. The Sopranos, Donna, mm-hmm. 35th yeah. with a 92% rating. And I Game of Thrones... 49th with 89%. It's fine. 
That's why when I go to Rotten Tomatoes, I click top critics. I, I like to know what the intelligentsia. Who are your top critics? Well, there's a button. You click on it. Mm-hmm. It's Does like, anyone come to mind? Like, from it, a it pr- certain brings, publication? You know, the big, you know, the big ones. The Ebert. New York Magazine. Yeah, RogerEbert.com. Star Tribune often makes it. By, you know. Okay. But whatever. I'm a snob. We've talked about that. I'm working on it. I have a therapist. Nice, Rocco. Is everyone in your family like this? Nope. Everybody mm-hmm. else is pretty easy going. How am I forgetting the name of the... Uh, who took over for Siskel? Uh, oh, Roper. Uh, uh, yeah, Richard Roper. He's on that usually on the. Yeah, I used to. I used to work with Richard Roper and Leonard Malton, and mm-hmm. so it was always fun. They would come in studio, and when they would w- watching them talk about a movie, was always interesting because did they, they argue. Are, no, they didn't argue. No, uh, they they did a few specials together that they were both involved in, as I recall. But no, we'd have Richard on, and then we'd go to Leonard on a different day, and it was. But hearing people articulately describe what they love about a movie or why the movie didn't live up. Like they're, they're both movie lovers who want to love it, you know? And so it was always interesting hearing from them. Hmm. When I first came on the show, I was like, Oh, I should see if we could get one of them to like join us on the show each week. Like, sure. Hey, here's Richard Rope. Here's Leonard Malton. That was five years ago, guys. Yeah. They don't remember you anymore. Absolutely not. That's too bad. Um, what about hard knocks? It's a great show. It's on I, HBO. It's a I'm football documentary. Oh. I started to watch a little bit last night because there's the you new did? one. Oh, Arizona did you watch Cardinals. the in-season one? Yeah, because you know I wanted cool. to see because I knew that they played the Vikings a couple weeks ago, and I was like, well, I want to see if there's some Viking stuff in there. And sure enough, it opens up with uh, their Arizona Cardinals quarterback going to the locker room and smashing his helmet down because the Vikings just beat him in Minneapolis. Oh! Just feed it to me. I love it. Yeah. Yes, give Seven me Seven and one Vikings. School! <laughs> Ovaries. Ovaries? Is that what you just said? Oh, just to balance out yep. the, the gender conversation? Wow. So next I should just say like wiener when you guys are talking about Real Housewives? Sure. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, that was fun. Hmm. Not that women don't love sports. You should play fantasy football some year. It'd be a really fun bit on the radio. I feel like it's uber time consuming. If you commit time to it. You know, some people dabble. Some people go deep. Well, maybe. I'll be a dabbler. Thanks for asking. I'm five and four this year. I don't even know how to play football. Yeah. There's that. You realize that fantasy football, you don't need to strap on the pads and throw the pigskin around, right? <laughs> Thank you for mansplaining that. Okay. Well, I oh, feel great. like that was fair of Rocco <laughs> in the moment, just based on the context clues you were giving him. Like, I'm nowhere near the shape I used to be. Like, okay, you don't have to run a 40. You just have to use your thumb. I don't even That's know what that it. means. What does that mean? Like run a 40-yard dash at, oh, at the NFL it. Combine, you know, got they it. do that. Then they see how many times you can bench press 225 pounds. Okay. That sounds real fun. Thanks, guys. What do you do on Sundays Um, in the fall? I watch CBS Sunday morning. Okay. Usually I record it and watch it later. Okay. Clean me house. Clean me house? She uh-huh. says, shiver me timbers. You know, All right. There's always something to clean. All right, got to clean me house. Yeah. <laughs> there's always something to clean. Okay, you and then like the rest out. of Sunday. Cook, like, maybe. 
I'll make some soup or something like that. I love soup. <laughs> I want to watch you for a weekend without you knowing I was watching you. I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> Usually when I have a dog, I take the dog to the park or I meet up with friends for a doggy play date or I get together with friends for brunch. Maybe I should have you watch my dog sometime. I would be open to that. Mm. Whilst I'm dogless. Mm-hmm. Where are you going? But, you know, you're going to go away for Christmas. I'm not going to watch your dog over Christmas. No, 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 not then. Okay. No. We're trying to go to the Wisconsin Dells, and that keeps getting more and more difficult to schedule. Still? In the winter? Just, there's too much. We just have, there's just too many little things that are going on all the time. I don't know. We might have to kick it into January. I don't know. I don't want to talk about it. I want to go there. I want to go to there. I want to go to there. But the kids, don't they have like so many activities and they're all different? Yeah, different they have some schedules. recital stuff like that. Maybe it's good to push it till after. I don't know. We got stuff to figure out. I got to go. Right. Uh, dirt alert. Coming up next. Stay right there. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. 